Mysterious Woods, a podcast by Squatch Dogs. There are many a great mystery on this planet, but none so compelling as those that happen in the cover of darkness. The woods will come alive as we unravel the secret she holds. Here are your hosts, Ann Walls and Big Dog Mendoza. Everybody, thanks for listening to Mysterious Woods. I am your host, Ann. And Big Dog. What's up, Big Dog? What's happening? Nah, not much. Same old, same old. You know how it is. You trying to um, avoid the coronavirus? Mm, not so much. <laughs> you're, not, you're not running around with your mask? I do if they require me to wear it, but otherwise, no. I just went into HEB and I got one of those scary, like, I guess it's like a scary clown mask with like fangs. It looks crazy. It's black and white. So I feel like a a rebel walking around with that bad boy in the store. Everybody looks at me like, what? A fat clown? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kenny has one as well. It's a, it's a clown face with an evil grin. Yeah, he loves it. Well, I think, um, anyway, I think we are going to talk about our experiences, are we not? Mine as well. That way people know who we is and where we come from. Who we is, who we bees. Who we be. As long as they don't know where we stays. Yep, don't come to our house. (laughs) Unless you want to see Bigfoot. Yeah, you got Bigfoot in your yard. Yes, I do. And um, we're going to get into that later. So I think my story is probably 10 times longer than yours. And I will do my best to cut it down. Otherwise, it would most likely be a, I don't know, a two-hour story. Wow. Well, well. <laughs> we, we can do the first episode with you and then the second one with me well i mean i'm gonna try my best to cut it down um but yeah i just want to go over lightly you know what's happened around here in the past what's still happening and uh but uh yeah do you want to go first and tell yours well i guess i could let's see excellent i guess um it all started one day when I was flipping through Facebook and <clears throat> I saw one of my cousins that I didn't really know that well. And uh, he's kind of an outdoorsy guy and he's posing uh, next to a Bigfoot track in the snow. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I saw that, I was like, I I sent him a I, I put uh is that a Bigfoot track? And uh he immediately PM'd me. He's like, Hey man, you know what do you know about Bigfoot and all this stuff, you know? And I was like, Man, I don't know nothing about Bigfoot. I think Bigfoot's cool. So then I started asking him a bunch of questions, you know, I was all interested in, you know, where was that picture taken and blah blah blah. And then uh he was like, Well, 
I know some guys out in Texas that uh, got a couple um, game cams, and you know we they run you know check them out uh, every month. They go change the batteries and do SD cards. And uh, he yeah, he invited me if I wanted to go. And man, I've always wanted to go Bigfoot hunting. Well, I don't want to use the word hunting because I wasn't trying to kill it. Um, Bigfooting, squatching, right. going squatching. That's yeah, that's what I want to use. So uh, I was like, heck yes. So I, I probably was annoying him all week, asking him, hey, should I bring this? Because I haven't been in the woods since I was, you know, younger. My dad was an outdoorsy guy, and he passed away when I was like eleven. So I was probably in my thirties already, or whatever. So it's been a while since I've been in the woods. So I kept saying, should I wear it? Should I get these boots or should I get? And, uh, you know, I, I he, he dealt with me. <laughs> he was real patient with me. And finally he comes to pick me up and I look like uh, a tactical fat ninja nerd <laughs> when he comes to pick me up. I mean, when I say that, I'm wearing like brand new, brand new combat boots. I mean, I didn't even wear them yet fresh out of the box straight to my feet i got black pants on uh them tactical pants with the pockets all on the side and um i got me uh one of those shirts the long sleeve shirts that when uh, i guess you sweat it start, starts to cool you down or whatever because mm -hmm. i knew it was gonna be hot he said it's gonna be hot but for some reason i thought being dressed all in black was cool you know because that was kind of my style you know I always wore black. I still do. But, uh, yeah, so he comes to pick me up. He's kind of looked at me like, man, you're going to regret that decision. And I, I went and bought me, like, a cheap video camera and all kinds of, you know, like, cheap equipment, you know. Went to Walmart and bought a bunch of junk. <laughs> so we head out there. And uh, we meet, uh, I can use names, right, or no? Yeah. Okay, so this is the first time I meet Brandon. Brandon mm -hmm. Brandon G, we'll say, because I don't <laughs> have really his permission or whatever, but I'm sure he won't mind. <laughs> we meet him, and this is the first time I ever la laid eyes on him, and he loves his story, because as soon as he gets out of his car, uh, you know, the... I'm sure he'll appreciate that. <laughs> oh, he loves it when I tell that story. And I'm like, hail to the no. Let's go. Cause I don't, you know, I don't really know my cousin that well either. So I'm like, this is your friend. You know, I'm kind of like whispering. He's like, nah, he's cool. He's cool. I was like, and 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 he's got a machete on his belt. He's got like another knife. And he's got like a fillet knife. And he's got this. Uh, camouflage camp, uh, cowboy hat. And, uh, yeah, he was looking really scary. In other words, he hasn't changed. No, no, <laughs> he, he hasn't. He hasn't. He still looks scary. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I meant in case Brandon's listening. <laughs> but, I meant uh, the camouflage hat and the knife and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh we head out and it's it's my cousin and his son 
riding in the car and Brandon's we're following him and um, we finally get to where we're going we head out we're in Cold Spring we pull over to the side of the road and I was like where's the parking lot you know there's no parking lot we just pull over and get out so my first thoughts were because I had my CHL I had uh, two of my biggest guns that I could carry. I had uh, a really nice 45 Kimber on one side, a 1911. And then on the other side, I had a, I think it was a SIG 45. Yeah. They were, I mean, these things weighed a ton anyway. So I got them on. I went in there cowboy style. And uh, I get out of the car, and right before we walk in, I just kind of, you know, like, hey, I'm the biggest, baddest dude here, you know. I'm armed to the teeth. I'm pretty cute, you know, pretty big guy. I, you know, I've been in lots of bar fights. I really ain't scared too much of nobody. You know, I you know, I did a little cage fighting, believe it or not. And... Uh, yeah, so I, I was pretty confident in myself, and uh, we walk around, and I'm tripping out on all the trash at first. There was like a bumper in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> just just sitting in the in the woods. And uh, man, we get to walking, and it is hot, hot. And uh, man, we walked. I would say maybe about two to three hours, and we found a print. In the middle of the woods. But it was just one print. And I was, that kind of, you know, like, why is there just one print yeah. sitting here? You know, that doesn't make sense. Well, it does for a one-legged Bigfoot. I mean, he, there was no track going away, no <laughs> track coming in, nothing. Just one. And I'm thinking, did these guys put that there? Hmm. I think they're going to mess with me because mm-hmm. I'm the new guy. I think mm-hmm. maybe my cousin said, yo, B, we got to mess with my other cousin because he's, I'm going to bring him with us. He looks like a big tactical ninja. <laughs> they're taking you snot hunting. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's see if we can make him put some Hershey's kisses in his pants. <laughs> so then, you know, so I got a little suspicious on that. I mean, and, you know, it could have been a real print. You know, they were pretty fascinated with it. They're taking pictures, you know, blah, 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 all impressed. But I kind of thought it was an act. Like, all right. So we get to walk in to get a little further out. And by the, I don't know, fourth hour, I'm starting to think, yo, this kind of (laughs) sucks. It's hot. I'm not in good shape to be walking around. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, we're kind of like talking and laughing and cutting jokes and saying a bunch of stuff. And, we're, you know, we're not being quiet by any means. And uh, my cousin's kind of on point. He's leading us. And uh, he gets, he starts saying, yo, there's one right there. And he's trying to work his camera. He's got his camera wrapped, you know, like the strap around his neck. He's trying to turn it on. And uh, he uh, just runs straight at it. 
And I'm sitting back there going, here we go. Here's the show. This is a part where they come out and scare me. And I'm thinking to myself, this is not a good idea because they know that I'm heavily armed. Right. You know, and I said, this is kind of stupid just to really scare me or jump out at me or do something. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, these guys are playing a joke on me. There's no way, you know, my, my who's going to run after a Bigfoot? So my cousin does. My cousin will. So he's running towards this bush that it. So what he saw was a silhouette, you know, like the shape, the head, the shoulders, and the arms behind this bush, and it ducked straight down. And uh, so he wanted to take a picture. It didn't work. He ran at it. I don't. And I'm thinking, yo, this is crazy. This is going to jump out. So while he's running at, out of that same bush that he's running towards, I see this big old hand coming out really slow and then it grabs the tree and I'm like whoa that's a big hand so I slowly start going down to the wrist I'm looking at the wrists and I'm looking at the forearm there's black hair on it really shiny clean looking hair and then I'm you know I'm getting past the elbow and it's a pretty big arm well, my cousin's still running at it, and whatever it was sort of stood up, but not all the way up, not straight up like a person would. It was slumped over, kind of, you know, right. like leaned forward, but it turned its back towards me. I never saw the face. I never saw, you know, the front of it. All I seen was something spin around. It came up. And then it went straight back down. Like it, I didn't understand what it was doing at that time. But when I started listening to shows and 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 and, and listening to their behavior, what it did was it stood up, turned around, and went all on all fours and ran off. But it did not make as big as it was. It didn't make one sound. I didn't hear a leaf move. I didn't hear a stick break. I didn't hear anything. But I know that it pushed off on that tree. And the tree sort of moved. It kind of wiggled. That's one thing that I remember it. And, um, yeah. And, and you know, like uh, in the movies when something runs really fast through the woods, the trees kind of rock back and forth and then go back to their position. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like that. But there was zero sound. And you would think that it would sound like a monster truck driving through the woods, crushing everything and... You know, real clump. This thing did not make one peep. And I saw, and I was just like, oh, my God. How the hell did they do that? <laughs> you know, I'm, and I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I'm I'm arguing with myself. I said, no, no, this is they, because he said there's one right there. My brain is playing a joke on me. My, You know, I'm, I'm filling in the blanks. This is a suggestive thought. And uh, my cousin starts walking back, and uh, I'm like, you know what? Ask him uh, what color it was, and hopefully he says brown, pink, yellow, <laughs> anything but black. Please don't say black. And um, he's like, 
and, and everybody kind of noticed that I wasn't my uh, self. I was just kind of like thinking really hard where I was not talking. I was really like concerned at this moment because uh, I told, I even told Brandon, uh, I want to go home. And he's like, what? And I was like, shut up, dude. <laughs> you kind of sound like a wimp right now. <laughs> and uh, I said, just ask your cousin what he saw. And if he says, it, if it lines up, then you saw what you saw. And I'm like, hey, cousin, uh, what color was it? He goes, it was black. And man, my heart just sunk. And I had this look on my face and everybody's like, why? What's wrong? And I said, man, I saw it. And they're like, what? Yeah, I saw it. It, it turned around and it, and it ran off. And they were like a bunch of guys that were so proud of me. But, you know, like uh, a bunch of guys that finally got their little brother laid, you know. They were <laughs> like, yeah, all right. He saw one. I was like, no, 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 guys, no. I'm, I want to go home. And you're like, what? Uh, I want to go home. So that big badass guy that walked into the woods before, I don't know where he went because <laughs> he was not me no more. I was that little kid that was scared of the dark. And that was just like a horrible feeling. I mean, I was so scared. I was I was bothered by it. And the last thing I thought of, and a lot of people always ask me, why didn't you shoot it? Or why didn't you do this? That was the last thing I even thought of. I froze. I literally froze. I was so scared. I didn't move from where I was at. Everybody was running in circles and trying to chase it down or whatever. You know, running this way. One guy's running that way. I don't know what they were doing. I never done this stuff before. This is my first time. And uh I you know, I just was ready to go and they're like, "All right, man, you, you got to get it together." And I was like, "No, man, let's just turn around and leave." And they're like trying to talk me out of it. "Hey, come on, guy. Just just get it together. We just got to check one more camera. It's not that far. We'll get there and then and then we'll go home." I was like, <sighs> All right. I mean, I'm kind of big for you guys to drag out of here. And then I don't know why Brandon thought it was a good idea. He starts digging through his phone and starts showing me pictures of these things on his phone. You know, I'm like, yo, uh, I don't want to see that. I, I want to leave. I don't want to see. I don't want to know nothing about these things anymore. And he's like, oh, all right, man, I'm sorry about that. You know, I was like, man, this is. And then he starts telling me stories. I mean, it just like the dude ain't never said nothing to me until I saw that. Now, all of a sudden, he's Mr. Information and he's pouring <laughs> it out. And I was like, bro, where were you earlier? Where were You know, why do you got to let. I mean, it was like, I don't know. I just wasn't ready for that yet. <laughs> and uh, they finally get me. uh they get me uh, settled down, and they're like, all right, man, just calm down. We're going to check out this other spot. And I was like, all right. Now, all these guys are in shape, ex-military. These guys used to hike for miles and miles, so this ain't nothing for them. Me? I only walk to the buffet. Or, <laughs> you know, I don't really do exercise and stuff like that. So they were leaving me behind. 
And, uh, you know, I, and, and I was trying my best because I didn't want to be that guy, you know, but I quickly was becoming that guy. So we finally made it to the other, uh, camera and we were walking before we got there we made it to a, one of those pipelines where it's clear they figured it'd be easier for me which it was but the worst thing about it is now the sun is beaming on me and and i'm like y'all smell that i smell fajitas nope it was me cooking <laughs> i was literally cooking that day and, so we finally make it to the other camera, and my head is on a swivel, man. I'm looking here, looking there, and they're making fun of me. Look at them, look at them. Like, hey, man, calm down, cause the thing is gone. It's 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 already half probably on the other side of, of the world by now. That thing was fast, and I'm like, oh man, this is freaky, man. I just want to go. I feel like I feel like it's still around or is looking at us or whatever. And they're like, no, no, it's gone. And then they're sitting there talking about how to reposition the cameras and all this stuff. And I'm like, bro, y'all said we was going to go after y'all changed these batteries. And they're like, hey, calm down, dude. I was like, I don't want to be here. I want to go. And they're like, all right, all right. So they get everything set up. And they're, they're like, cool down, drink some water. I was like, no, 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 let's go. I'm like, damn, all right. So we start walking back down to the pipeline. And these guys smoke me. They leave me way behind. And I'm thinking, man, I want a bunch of jerks. Can't believe they're doing this. I'm the I'm the fat guy they're leaving behind. And by that time, crack, snap, a twig on my left side start breaks. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. okay, uh, Maybe that was nothing. Maybe that's my imagination. There goes that uh, suggestive thought again. And then I'm I'm walking, and I got my shirt over my head. I had two shirts on. I had uh, that one that catches the nice breeze whenever you sweat, and then I had a T-shirt on over it. So I took the T-shirt off, and I soaked it in water, and I put it on my head so my peripheral vision was gone now because I'm trying to cool down with a hot black shirt. Figure that one out. So they start leaving me behind. I mean, I could see them, but they're tiny now. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, these guys, are, I can't believe they're doing this to me. And pop, snap, crunch. And I was like, uh-oh, there's something on my left. So I stopped walking, and I don't hear anything no more. So I just, like, turn around, just, like, peek. To my left, I moved the shirt out of my way and kind of look. I don't see anything there. So I'm like, maybe, maybe it's my imagination. So I start taking a couple more steps, and it starts taking a couple more steps. And I'm like, Joe, there's something there. I don't want to look because I don't want to see it now. So I start mall walking old lady mall walking towards them guys and i guess i got this look on my face because they all turn around they kind of do that double take they kind of you know i'd see them turn around and check on me every now and then but i guess i had a whole different look on my face this time it wasn't that tired guy no more it was this uh-oh scared dude coming up behind a mall walking and they're like oh whoa you know they stop and I, and then i'm like yo there's something there's something on this side it was is uh 
walking with me. And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, paralleling you. That's what they do. I'm like, all right, guys. I need to know everything you guys know about these things because I feel like every time something happens, y'all are like, oh, yeah, they do that. Or, you know, I need to know. <laughs> so they're like, oh, man, just you need to relax because you're getting kind of like you need a Snickers right now. You're getting a little pissy <laughs> with everybody right now. Because I don't know nobody. I'm starting to, you know, Mr. Nice Guy's gone. So I'm being a little bitchy with my, my brand new boots that are killing my feet. I'm burning up with all these black clothes on. So they're like, all right, check this out. My cousin says, me and Brandon are going to go get the car. You stay here with my son. And when you feel better, just keep walking down this pipeline till you hit the main road. It's like, oh. All right, so I unzip my boots. I'm drinking some water, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of asking my my cousin, you know, what got him into this, uh, you know, subject, and he tells me this crazy story about stuff that happened to him in Washington, and how he lived out on this uh, kind of like log cabin out away from everybody. And he would hear a lot of vocalizations further out. And I'm like, really? You know, I'm getting all into the story. Then he says, there's one day where these things come around that cabin and they were standing on the other side of the uh, wall yelling at uh, and scaring that he had his dogs with him and they're scaring the dogs. And I was getting all into the story. I was like, really? Wow. And then by that time, on the right side of us, it was this, like, weird whistle. And I guess he heard it before because when he heard it, he jumped up and drew his gun. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. Uh, I guess we're doing this now. So I started zipping up my boots, and I go, I feel great. Let's, let's start moving. And he's like, yeah, come on, move, move. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. But I still didn't draw my weapon yet because I didn't feel like I needed to, but I mean, that was still the last thing on my mind. So when we start walking towards the road, we're getting paralleled on both sides now. And they're, they're letting us know. They're crunching. They're, um, you know, making lots of noise. And, you know, my cousin doesn't want to talk anymore. He wants to move, keep going. And, I, I mean, he feels really threatened right now. And, uh He's I'm I'm walking as even faster than I was before. I don't know how I must. I, well, you can do amazing things when you're scared mm -hmm. because it wasn't just me that was scared. It was him that was scared, too. So that kind of gave me the initiative to step on it, to move. So we walked and the closer we got to that main road, they seemed to back off. And uh, I could start hearing cars now. And, you know, they're, they're starting to back off and I see the road and I run over there in the middle of the road and I get, I get down on my hands and knees and give that road a big old kiss because <laughs> I was safe now or I felt a lot better because it sounded like they were gone. And uh, I leaned up on a tree and I probably waited about 15 minutes before my cousin showed up and he finally does. 
And, you know, he pops his trunk open. He's still the same way. He always carries uh, ice chest with him with bread and meat and, you know, makes sandwich, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he starts opening the trunk. He's like, hey, anybody want a sandwich? I'm like, no, we got to go. We got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to move, dude. He's like, hey, but I'm hungry. I got to eat. And I was like, man, you know what? Make me a sandwich, but we got to go. <laughs> so so we's, everybody's got a sandwich in their hand. We're driving off. And yeah. That, Do you feel like you were being escorted out? That's exactly what they were doing because it, now it was coming from both sides. Yeah. You know, when, when, you know, when I sat down and chilled and then it felt, it seemed like whatever was on the right side whistled to the one on the left side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, I think my cousin heard that before. Um, and he reacted to it and I was like, okay, maybe this is one of those things that they're going to be like, oh yeah, they whistle too. You know, no, I don't want to wait for all that explanations. We need to roll. So, yeah. When you first saw it, do you feel like you were able to, even though it didn't stand straight up and it went on all fours, but do you feel like that you would be able to determine its height? Just from the little bit that it was standing up, it, it was it was pretty massive. I mean, I felt. I guess the thing that scared me mm-hmm. is that I know that if we had to go hand to hand, I was probably gonna die. Because wow. I mean, I've I've gotten fights with dudes bigger than me, mm-hmm. and never felt like I was gonna die. I but this I felt like if me and this guy were to knuckle up that I was probably just going to get folded in half. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was going to even do anything to it. Do you, have you ever? Well, there's a lot of stories that I've heard on other shows about people seeing um lights or orbs in the woods. Have you ever experienced that? Yes. I uh I've, uh, well, you know, um, with Brandon and, and his family were going out and they called me up one day or one night and they're like, dude, there's some weird lights in the woods. And I was working during, you know, you know how my schedule is when I'm working, yeah. I can't, I can't do anything. I'm like, look, I don't know what you're talking about. Lights they are probably light bugs. You know, there's just gotta be an explanation for it. So he's like, no, man, this is so weird. We got lights floating around. They're moving from tree to tree. They're doing this, this, and that. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Let me get out there and uh, I'll check it out. And by that time, I had bought me this night vision goggles. And there, it was a toy, like the I Spy toy or whatever. Yeah. And they worked pretty good because the only weak link on those things was the uh, IR. Mm-hmm. So if you could get like a better IR light, you know, like a better high-end one, you can Mm -hmm. see pretty good. And uh, so I got that. You know, I was starting to get heavily into starting to buy stuff and starting to get better equipment. And uh, sure enough, I went out there and we walked around. It was me, Brandon, Travis, and, um, and Bob was out there too. So we were walking around. And, uh, 
it took a little while, and then all of a sudden, slowly but surely, these lights started appearing in the woods. And I'm thinking, the first one I saw, I'm like, that's got to be a cell phone tower. It was like a green, a green light that was flashing. And then uh, I could see a red light that was flashing. And I was like, bro, those are just cell phone towers or whatever. You know, what are y'all looking at? And so then first thing I do is I, I get on a Google Maps, you know, where you can see the satellite view, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the trees and everything. I start looking for for satellites. I mean, for uh, for those uh, cell phone towers. And I start looking for any structures that might be nearby. And there's really nothing out that way in that direction that we were looking at. And so I started turning on my camera. And I think I do have footage of this um, encounter. I got to look because I got hard drives full of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of it's just worthless. Me walking around breathing like Dark Vader because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing but uh so that's and then i started reviewing a lot of footage and then i started like geez who's that breathing and it's me so i put the camera down i stopped doing that i stopped recording because of that but so i was trying to record these lights and i really couldn't see them through the camera so what i did was i got this idea to put that spy night vision IR camera in front of it in front of the uh video camera and man it worked you could see lights and they're lower they're they're lower than the tree line you know they're underneath you know the top so these are in the woods and uh I'm starting to freak out I'm like dude y'all guys are for reals and it, I was so excited and so freaked out by this. Me and Brandon were literally running towards these lights because now there was more lights. And they were, it looked like people walking around with flashlights, but the light, the flashlights weren't putting light uh, on like tree, you know, putting, they weren't lighting up the ground. They weren't lighting anything up. So it was right. like, it's you know what I mean? It was just yeah. the light, but it wasn't shining on the trees or anything. So there wasn't projecting onto anything. Right. And I was like, Man, we gotta catch this guy. He's right over there. We was start running and uh right when we were about to get on top of this, whatever it was, it would move. And it did that twice. And the second time I got this chill down my spine. That said, stop. And I stopped. And 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 even Brandon, I, I don't know if we felt it at the same time because he wanted to stop. And I stopped and I go, man, I don't know. We th- Whatever this is, is not what we think it is. It's not a person. So we stopped chasing it. And so we like, we need to go back. When we turned around, it looked like there was people all around us with flashlights and we couldn't tell which ones was Travis and Bob, but we knew they were there. And, uh, their mom came and she was in the truck and I was like, 
man, I don't know which lights we're supposed to walk towards. And uh, I told him, call your mom. And he called her up. I think this is all on video, too. He called her up, and I told her to flash her lights. And she started flashing the lights on the truck. And that's how we knew what direction to go. And it, we walked towards that way, and we, <laughs> we found our way back. But it was so confusing how many lights were in that just that area and then i was like what is that you know and i even posted i started posting about it and people were giving me a hard time you know how big footers are they're like (laughs) oh (laughs) they're like oh dude it's just light bugs it's just this it's that and i'm like i promise it wasn't that and then i got a message from a native american lady and she was like and I wrote this whole story. Everything I just told you, I wrote down and posted it. Details, everything. And then this lady was like, uh, you should never, ever, ever, never, ever chase after those things. Because, you know, I I guess their uh, superstition was like that. I forgot what she was calling them. Uh, but they would basically lead you away from your tribe or whatever right. and you end up missing or you, you get hurt yeah. somehow or something something bad will happen to you. If I've you, heard that before. Yeah, so that's what she told me. And I was like, oh, okay. And she like, promise me you won't do that. And I mean, I, I'm like, I don't really know you, but okay. I promise I won't chase after him. And so I told my cousin about it. And he did, he had the same reaction I did when I first heard about it. He's like, cuz, what are y'all doing out there? Are y'all guys eating mushrooms? Are y'all, what are y'all doing? <laughs> and I was like, cousin, I, I said the same thing you're saying right now. I didn't believe it. So he's like, all right, I'll go over there and I'll figure it out. And I was like, cool. Um, I think I couldn't make it when he went out. And uh, he went out and he does, you know, he's ex-military, so he knows how to map stuff out and figure mm-hmm. out, you know, where where the light is coming from and and all this stuff. And he's, I forgot what he calls it, but it's something military terms where they can figure out where the light is and how far and all that stuff. He'll probably get mad at me for not knowing what he said. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have him on the show and he can clarify. Yeah. So <laughs> he, uh, he went out there and he did just what he said. He went out there at night he didn't really walk too far in there. He just kind of figured out on the map where all these lights were or where they were coming from. And, uh, he went out the next day and he walked to where all those lights were and there was nothing there. And he, <laughs> he contacted me. He was like, Holy crap, dude. There's something weird going on. Were all of the lights white? Uh, they were different colors. There was some that were, like I said, there were some green ones and some red mm-hmm. ones. And, and there was some that even changed. But they weren't like super white. They were more of a, I guess, an orangey, yeah. yellowy type that looked like an old broke up flashlight. You know, like the old school flashlights that people use. Yeah. That's what it mostly looked like. They were that small? Uh, some of them were big. They were all different sizes. Like how big? What's the biggest one? I would think I would say basketball was probably. Wow. The yeah. 
And see, the thing is, is I couldn't tell if that was close or if it was far. Maybe they were all the same size, just different distances and right. made them look bigger or smaller. So there's that, you know, I'm That's possible. still trying to figure that out. But yeah, it was not cool. And uh, I uh, Bob was pretty freaked out about him for a while. And I used to beg him, please, let's go back. Let's go back. He never wanted to go. He was like, oh, damn. And I would never stop asking. And he'd finally be like, all right. So we went back. And uh, this was the last time I ever went back there because he took me a couple of times. And this one, this last time that we went was kind of really freaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went, I see the lights and I'm just sitting there just staring at them like, what could they be? What are they doing? You know, they're moving through the trees. It's really weird. And uh, I turn around and there's some coming up behind us. And Bob being ex-military did not like that at all. Right. He's like, we need to go. And I felt the same way. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so we ended up leaving. But yeah, that was the last time. And it was the same color lights as before. This, yeah. The the one that was coming up behind me, behind us looked like uh, uh, the same color as a fire, a campfire. And I thought it was a campfire. Because I kind of saw it a couple times before he saw it. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, well, damn. It almost looked like somebody was walking through the woods with a torch. You know, because a campfire doesn't move. Right. This was. And, you know, I was like, no, nah, we got to get out of here. And what he was, we're, both of us was like, we got to move. We got to go. So we skipped out. And, uh. Yeah, that was that was our lights. I will expect you to take me on a journey. <laughs> I think you actually been there. What? Yeah. I you told... don't have to say on the show, but um if you give me an, an instance of what was going on, I might remember. Somebody was somebody fell down in the woods. Really? Running. Running through the woods. That's where it oh, was. Oh, running through the woods. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. At the yeah. end there. But were yeah. you in the woods or were you at the end of the road? Each times was different times. There was time. The first time I was in the woods. The second time I was standing there on the road. And then when it, when it came up behind us, I was on the road next to my truck. That's very interesting. Yeah, the only way we found that is through, um, I think it was Cliff Berrickman gave coordinates to Shelly. Yeah. And I think that's the only way that we were able to get back there. Yeah. I mean, you know where it is, Yeah. obviously, but, but when we were all headed out that night, we didn't know where we were going. All we knew were coordinates. You didn't yeah, even know didn't, where we were going. I didn't know where we were going until we got there. And I'm like, yo, I've been here. I know this place. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting. We'll have to head out there again. You um, know, I, I've checked on that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's getting, they're, they're doing a lot of um, cutting the trees down. Really? That yeah. sucks. 
And it was crazy because in that same place I went hunting. I was with uh, Travis, mm-hmm. Brandon, and we had another friend with us. And it was so freaking cold that there was actually ice on the ground. Like, I would dare yeah. to say snow. And uh, <laughs> we were walking down, and uh, I had my uh, AR with me. I had it strapped on me. And when we started getting towards the bottom, because if you stand on the road, that that area straight, it goes down. And then uh, and then it, there's like a, a creek or something, and then it goes back up. But it's very gradual. And when we started getting towards the bottom, there was this weird, like, moan hmm. that made everybody freeze. And then I was like, no, we got to go. So we, I started, you know, by this time, especially with a, an AR strapped on my chest, I get a little brave. And then I got my boys with me. So, um, you know, I wasn't really scared anymore. I started to get a little tougher, you know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we went on, we walked over there and we didn't see what it was, but whatever it was, was leaving some, was like trying to run up the other side and you could see where the, the foot was sliding. Oh, wow. Like slide, that, yeah, slide marks, but there was no definition. You know, I couldn't really yeah. tell if there was a toe or, you know, and it was a pretty good size. I mean, it, it could have been human size, but whatever it was, it was fast as it ran up the other side well when you were out there the previous two times do you remember about what time of the year it was uh it was cold it was so, cold yeah it was after cold. deer season most likely most likely after so yeah. i would probably just say january or yeah it was the first year. yeah january okay it's just that I, all the a lot of the stories that i hear about these lights in the woods is it seems to be uh colder temperatures and yeah. i'm not saying that that's the you know that's it that's the secret no i mean you i know? would love to know if it was you know i would love an explanation something as simple as that hey it's just ice ghost or something you know ice ghost <laughs> i don't know you know i'd like to know something i don't know what it is i know it was weird yeah for it's, sure. It's it probably re- one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It reminds me of the ghost lights of Saratoga on yeah. Bragg Road. Now, I've never... Now, we're kind of jumping off onto another topic. And and that's something that, you know, I hope there's someone out there that has experienced these lights firsthand. I've been out there, gosh, I don't know how many times. And I've never seen the lights. And earlier you were talking about an optical illusion. Um, We had gone out with the group, me and Kenny. We had gone out with the group and we parked our cars and we just started walking down the road. And I don't know if you, have you been out there to Ghost Mm -mm. Road? No. Oh, oh, I got to take you. Okay. So, (laughs) so it's a dirt road. It's eight miles long and we're walking down this road. And with no flashlights, no lights, but there's a pretty good moon out. I don't know if it was full, whatever, but we could pretty much see where we, where we were going because of the moon. 
And directly, this light appears in front of us. And (laughs) I said, what the F is that? And the closer it got, the higher my voice got. And I kept saying, what the F is that? What the F is that? What the F is that? (laughs) And you sounded like Minnie Mouse. I'm telling you. And... It was the weirdest thing. It looked like it was probably, I don't know, maybe 50 feet in front of us. And it just hung there. And if you know the story of Bragg Road, the legend is, now, Bragg Road used to be a railroad. Railroad tracks used to go right through there, that on that road. And they've pulled them up since, obviously. But there was a, I don't know what the title would be for someone who works the tracks when the trains come through. But this guy worked the tracks and he had his lantern and he got too close to the train tracks and got sucked underneath there when the train was coming by and it decapitated him. And they say that that light is his lantern looking for his head. Yikes. Yeah. And so this light literally looks like it's swinging back and forth. So I'm thinking, holy crap, I'm finally going to get to see the ghost lights. I've heard stories my entire life about this place. And I'm going to get to finally see it. So as I said, my voice is getting higher and higher. And everyone's kind of dazed. And we're all just standing there staring at this light, freaking out. All of a sudden, this light turns into two lights, and we realize, oh, those are car lights from down the road. Really? Wait. Yes, it was that crazy, and that car was not even 50 feet from us. It was all the way at the end of the road. Yeah, that's what you know what I'm saying. I don't I couldn't tell how close and how far I was to these lights. Right. I mean, they could have been giant balls of light and but like i said there was one we were chasing and right when it looked like we was about to jump on top of it i felt like scooby-doo like i was about (laughs) to take off the mask and be like gotcha you know it it only it was that easy (laughs) yeah yeah, it wasn't that easy and you know then i started to figure out something's wrong this is not right this is this is not normal i've heard the stories from other people about seeing lights i mean i'm I'm going back to bragg road only because that's all i know um my neighbor when she was a kid she's a sheriff's deputy now so you know i don't have any reason to believe that she would lie to me but when she was a kid her dad and and mom took them out to bragg road and she said it sat on top of the hood and passed through the car. Wow. So you hear stories like that. I have another friend. Uh, his name is Greg. He's told me before about um, the light chasing him. Hmm. Yeah. So he was out there hunting. There's a lot of hunters out there. So I still won't go during hunting season. You know, I'm I'm not about get, about getting shot. Yeah, there's but, a lot of bush shooters. My buddy, yeah, 
Your buddy Jeff, what? Yeah, my buddy Jeff calls them bush shooters. Seriously. Like, be careful for those bush shooters. I'm like, oh, man. Is it my same buddy, Jeff? Yeah, Stuart. Yeah, yep. He's always got cool little sayings. I know, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll be able to figure these lights out. I used to always say I'm going to catch one and put it in a jar. That would but, be cool. <laughs> well, I'll have to have the experience first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you could, you got to think about it. You know, maybe it's some sort of species of animal running around that can light, illuminate, or maybe some sort of bird or something that we haven't discovered. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I was down there with Daniel. We went during the week, and I mean. There's nobody out there during the week. It's on the weekends that you get the partiers and the people on their four-wheelers riding up and down the pipelines. You know, it's typical small-town stuff. But I went out there with Daniel, and there was something behind us. We don't know if it was another car, but it never came any closer. Mm. And if I'm not mistaken... He may have it on video. His YouTube channel is called Vortexus. And it might be on that YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping one day. I'm still, I'm still hopeful. But there's also people that have Bigfoot encounters out there. Wow. So, it's an all-around... There's paranormal. I have a friend that told me he went out to Bragg Road and they were walking down this road and uh, something started throwing rocks at them. And so they immediately started doing an EVP session and asking if anyone's here with us. And he started telling me these stories. And I said, wait, 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 just a minute, Brett. That's not paranormal. That sounds like Bigfoot activity. And he's what? I said, yeah, something throwing rocks at you. That's Bigfoot behavior. And I'm telling, I can go on and on about stories from Bragg Road concerning Bigfoot. Um, so maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll save that for another time. Yeah. And uh, get someone on the show. Who can talk a little bit more about it? Who's had actual experiences with Bragg Road? I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Somebody that knows a thing or two. For sure. Well, I'm glad you told us our, your story. That you shared your story with us. Because uh, I knew a little bit about your Bigfoot encounter. But I didn't know the whole thing. And the the orbs and the lights that you've seen that's something very interesting i think that we should uh you know dig a little bit deeper into but if you have a story that you would like to tell on mysterious woods give us a email you can email me and a n n e at squatchdogs.com or you can email big dog big dog at squatchdogs.com we hope to see you next time Thanks for listening to Mysterious Woods, a podcast by Squatch Dogs. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Until then, be very afraid of the dark.